Hi, everyone. Welcome into the Padres. I'm Andy Berkovitz, joined by that guy, Trevor Messenger. This guy. Wearing a solid brown Padres hat to commemorate a poop season. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Big old turd of a season. Just disappointing thoroughly. Just like I said, the most disappointing season in Padres history. We talked about that earlier in the year, and I think it panned out that way. It sure did. Much to our... Dismay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. You know. Thank you for filling that one in. Yeah. I mean, dude, a losing season? A losing season. I would have been less angry, let's say, at an 81-81 and season. The collapse was monumental, and like... It, it should they should be ashamed of themselves. It was astounding. But a losing season. I mean, if you would have told me seven months ago that we were about to embark on a lo- on yet another losing season, I would have told you you're out of your mind. Wouldn't have believed you for a second. Wouldn't have believed you for f- one second. What ha- dude? What happened to you, Darvish? What happened to Blake Snell in the beginning of the year? What happened to the injuries? Where? What? What did we just watch, dude? So there's been some argument about the the roster construction. Obviously, Preller's a little bit on the hot seat, even though he's under contract he should for quite be. some time. So our lineup is clearly top heavy, like yeah. the most top heavy. Yeah, because we have Cronenworth, we have Tatis, and we have Machado. Who do you trust outside of that? Frazier, maybe. But it's like he obviously didn't look it when we got him. But right. I'm saying over over 162 though he right. was amazing. So it's like. Is that it? We re- that is really all we have to show for our lineup. Yeah, Grisham had a he- a horrible season. Horrible, horrible season. So bad. He needs to come out even next in the year. field. He wasn't great. He was not great. He like, was good. He, he was wasn't good. great. He won a Gold Glove last he year. He was out of his mind last year. Right. He hit like he hit like only a few more home runs this year than he did last year right. in a sixty game season. Like. I, I hate this because like we've been given we've been given every Dodger fan we we come across all this crap about the the Mickey Mouse ring and the sixty game season. But we we were we, we were, were the ones of that, that as well. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> God, Blake Snell. I think starting next year is going to be tremendous. I agree. He found it. I think he knows what. Do, it seems like he's more comfortable in San Diego. And I think a full off season in San Diego full where he's not season. where he doesn't have the. The, all that crap swimming around his head about from getting the, traded, from like the World Series, too. Right, it was right, all a lot. For right, that guy. Yeah, I'm sure that guy had a yeah, hell of a time. Hopefully, a full season with Nola. Sure, sure. You know they have great chemistry, so it would be it would be awesome to see those guys. Camposano needs to come up next. Camposano year. needs to come up next year. I think he breaks. I think he breaks camp with the club. It's time. Yeah, I think I, he breaks camp with the club. He broke camp with the club this year because of injuries, but I mean the guy was mashing. Imagine this. Can't be at catcher and Nola at first. Where's Eric Hosmer? <laughs> in the ride asteroid in, belt, I hope. Right in my favorite type of lumber, oh, otherwise known as the pine. The pine. God, I love a good pine this time of Dude, year. Dude, this guy. That guy just. Right. I'm not even going to. This, this is our wrap-up show for the season, everyone. Right. First of all, thank you to everyone who's tuned in. We average about 20 downloads an episode, so thank you yes. to you 20 fabulous people. Thank all 20 of you. Yeah, seriously. I'll, I'll bring you all a plate of muffins. <laughs> <laughs> plate of muffins on Trevor coming in hot. Yeah. So we want to say thank you, first of all. Second of all, time to talk about wrap-up because obviously quite a few things have been shaken up since the season ended, since our demise has occurred. Prowler has talked about 
holding people accountable, seeing where changes need to be fixed, and obviously Prowler himself needs to probably take a long look in the mirror. But oh, that yeah. being said, Jace Tingler was fired. This is not breaking news. Uh, we A lot of us expected this. We saw it. It was sort of the writing was on the wall towards the end when it just seemed like players weren't respecting him. And then you heard stories about players starting to go to upper management and talk about that they were going to go to Preller's office and talk about Tingler and how he's not fit and all this stuff, which is disappointing for so many reasons. It's immature, A. It's B. It's like get on the field and produce and maybe Tingler wouldn't be on the hot seat. Right, yeah. I'm not sure how much of that I believe. Right. To be honest, like... But I do, I, I do recognize that this is a very young team, and they might make those immature mistakes. Mm. This is why this is why I just feel like a thirty-six-year-old manager, the thirty-six-year-old manager that we hired. I just, it was clearly not the right fit. Like you, you, they, we needed someone established, respectable, mm-hmm. who commands the room. Definitely, Bruce Bochi. That's who I want. Do you think Bro? Do you think Bochi actually comes though? I think he'd be open to it. Yeah. Seems like he would be. I don't know much about Bochi's dive into analytics and, and the future of the game. We know Bochi as a leader. We know Bochi as a guy who can command a locker room. We know Bochi as a three-time World Series three champion, three-time champ. You know, four-time participant mm-hmm. at least, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if he. I don't know if he had any others aside from '98 with us, right? Um, yeah, he's been there. He's proven. He's done yeah. it. But there's something I like about. A young manager, not a first timer, right? But I do love a like I love Alex Cora. Cora's great, you know. I can, Even you can Boone, see, I like Boone too. Yeah, Boone just got a three year extension. Yeah, from the he Yankees just too, which was actually a bummer. I would have loved Aaron Boone. You know, like that type of guy that I'm yeah. just like. Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler Gabe Ka- is outstanding. Dude, when I look in the Giants dugout, Gabe Kapler just looks Laser. so like just no nonsense type of guy, none at all. Meanwhile, Tingler looks nervous. So nervous. He looks nervous every single game yeah. for the last like three months. I couldn't agree more. I mean, dude, the last the last two press conferences or three press conferences he gave just it was sad. It was like watching someone who just was walking their wa- like watching their own funeral. Yeah. Like I mean, walk the plank. The the things he the things he would say were just he basically said nothing. We, oh, we battled every single time. Like it got to the point where pe- where people in the media were laughing at him during his press it's conferences. So tough. Like it was rough. So I've brought up my interest in Mike Schilt. Yeah, you have. And the reason is that the Cardinals don't play games. No. If you're part That's of the Cardinals no organization for four years, by the way, with with success. Yeah. The guy went to the playoffs. You said four out of five years, right? Four out of five. Yeah. So, I know they're going to interview Schilt. I'm interested in Schilt. However, I will say this. After looking into Schilt a little bit more, I saw comments from Cardinals fans who said, Hey, Padres fans, if you hire this guy, get ready for a lot of, Oh, we battled hard tonight. Oh, boy. Up and down the lineup. And then some Padres fans commented and were like, Oh, cool. So, Jace Tingler. (laughs) So, we're ready for it. We're we're very prepared. Jace Tingler 2.0. Yeah, but he's older. He's, you know, he's done it. He's he's been how many I don't know how many years he's managed, I think it's, I think it's only these this this stint with uh, I think so the Cardinals Cardinals yeah oh yeah he was a scout and a manager in their minor league system. But what's interesting is 
like Dusty Baker was written off so totally. many times. Look at him. One win away from the World Thriving. Series. Thriving. And the Astros are just good. Yeah. Year in and year out, they're just good. I know you're not in on this train, but Ron Washington, third base coach for the Braves, he's, they're also one win away from the World Series. Yeah. And, and he's, like, beloved right now. But he's a third base coach. That is, that is the – there's an interesting way to get to being a manager. Like, you, you can start – you can start any number of ways. But he's managed before. He has. Yeah. He managed the Texas Rangers for those few years that they went to the World Series. So he's also been there he's and been succeeded there. With, with a Rangers team that was like, you know, good. But I think they caught a couple of down years in the American League. Well, I'm surprised Preller hasn't uh, had a scheduled interview because he's a Ranger. He's a Ranger. He's obsessed and the dude with the Rangers. obsessed with him. I, like, it's kind of weird. It's weird because the Rangers suck. Terrible. Terrible team. Yeah, that raises concerns for me. That's that's one of my biggest concerns with Preller is his obsession with the Rangers and it, just the constant transactions with the Rangers. Like there are uh, there are twenty eight other clubs. Figure it out. So but you are locked in on Bochy. It seems I'm locked in on Bochy. He's my number one. You wouldn't be I interested would, in. I would roll out the red carpet for that guy. Uh, I would. Uh, I mean, I would do anything to get that guy here. Hey, dude, he's been to four World Series at least off the top of my head that I know. Won three of them. Uh, one of them, I think one or maybe two of those he went to as a wild card with the Giants. Mm-hmm. At least one of them he went, he went to with the Giants was, mm-hmm. was a wild card, and I believe it was 2012. Yeah, I, he's, he's number one for me. And then I'd probably put Schilt and Washington as a tied for number two. But it just, I mean, I don't Who know. Who else is this? Oh, they're, they're interviewing Showalter, right? I think they've thought about giving him. A, it's it's and he, whatever the narrow. You know, he's is. he also went to the playoffs with the Orioles in a in the AL East, which is stacked every year. Coach Manny Machado knows Bobby Dickerson knows Wayne Kirby. I think we're both Orioles. I think that I think they come from that tree. But yeah, Showalter. You know, I, I would be okay with him. I would be okay with him. At, honestly, at this point, anything is better than Tingler. He's the polar opposite of Tingler. Right. It's like just old seasoned. Yeah. By the book. Yeah. And just... If you could get a reincarnation of Earl Weaver, dude, I'd lose my mind. I love <laughs> Earl Weaver. He's who's, one of my all-time who's favorites. Who's the best manager in baseball right now? That's a good question. I will not say Dave Roberts because I hate it's, that guy. It's And it's so clearly not I Dave know, Roberts. I know. I know. But I, yeah, he, I, won't, I won't... He's in the bottom 50 percentile he's, he's of the league, I would argue. I think Cora is in the conversation. Cora's definitely in the conversation. Cora is... The Red Sox have massively overachieved this year huge and and they're obviously giving the astros a run for their money Mm -hmm. and that's just so tough to do chris sale like just got back yeah and i'm like dude this guy just knows what he's doing brings the best out of his players he's young analytics Mm -hmm. is a player's coach i'm like dude this is what i want yeah i think i can't remember the rays the rays coach's name but he's obviously kevin cash kevin cash thank you kevin cash is obviously a beast he is. He's almost too analytic driven, though. Mm. I mean, he, that's you, true. You saw the we thing with the Snell floor. and all that. Like it, it's cash is amazing. You well, got to find a. You ha- there's a ba- there's a balance between the old school and the new school that needs to happen. And a lot of managers take very strong sides one way or the other. So it's Kapler. And I yeah I think Kapler. I would I would put Kapler there, for sure. Wow. I, the the amount of overachieving they did this year was outstanding. I, I mean, and where does Dusty Baker fall? 
Yeah. Dusty yeah. Baker, I'd put him in the top 10 at least. Easily. You know? I mean, Easily, that dude, dude is... Since he took over, the the, the Strohs are a game from the World Series every year. Every year, and I believe they've won their division every year. Yeah. Yeah. AJ Hinch, honestly, the Tigers overachieved this year too. Yeah, and they he's did. managing them, and honestly, were, were we foolish to let him go? Probably. Maybe. Would you rather be the White Sox tied to Tony Larusa or the Padres looking for a new manager? Oh, that's a great question. I would rather be the Padres looking for a new manager, and here's why: because Tony Larusa is very old. Yeah. Very old. I mean, he's in his 70s, I think. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, the last manager that was managing well into their 70s was Jim Leland in, on the Tigers. He was doing well. He had Miguel Cabrera, who was probably the greatest hitter alive at that point. But Peace. still, it's hard to manage in your 70s. It's tough. Like, you, you start to lose some of your edge. How do you feel about Craig Council? Who's he managing right now? The, the Brewers. The Brewers, that's right. Ah, he's a tough read because they've, they've taken an early exit every year, but Say they've been want, perennially but, in it. And, and they got Luis Urias, who balled for them. He, we, did, he did well. Dude, he had like 23 bombs. I know, but... How many people on our team have 20 homers? Three? Three. Ah, oh, you're right. Three. Should have been at least five. Should have been at least five. At least five. Myers and Hosmer should easily have 20 home runs. Well, Hosmer never again. I, I just, I, I, the amount of hate I have for that now is, is unreal. I've never, I, the 180 that this fan base has taken on him, dude, we were like celebrating in the streets when we signed him because it was a sign of spending money. And yeah. then just the fall from grace that man has had in San Diego. If he's not traded this year and if he is a, our starting first baseman, he better, that's, okay, so. That's going to be my first indication if we made a good manager hire. Yeah. Or if it's Preller calling the shots. Although I know, but Preller wanted to trade Hosmer. So that's why I'm like, this seems like a managerial thing. Well, you have to be able, this is what, this is the sense that I got. Preller was trying to trade Hosmer. Yeah. The clubhouse got pissed. Hosmer got pissed, whatever. So, so Tingo said, I need these guys to at least be engaged and know that I have their backs. What you need is a manager who, has a backbone, who commands a locker room and knows, hey, my way is the way we're going to win games, and if you ain't showing up to play games and play hard over this guy's feelings, like, you guys are going to respect me. So that is going to be a managerial decision, and the manager that we hire needs to command the room because right now we just seem like a bunch of misfits. Yeah, it, it felt like basically what you just said there was that Jay Stingler was pandering to the players. Totally and it he was, was a massive failure. And it was, it was honestly, it was a, it was a slow and steady backtrack since he didn't back Tatis on the three zero swing. Yeah, like that was the biggest mistake. Yeah, and it was like, dude, you don't have your superstars back. Like this is bad news. Terrible. And then after that, he like overcompensated, mm-hmm. overcompensated, overcompensated to a point where the players, the players were like, we're like, we're just making decisions out here now, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just. That's, that's just not bad. what you want in the manager. That's not what you want. That's just not at all what you want in the not manager. What you want. And I guarantee you that's not how Gabe Kapler does it. I guarantee you that's not Dude, how Alex Cora does it. You all you have to do is watch one inning of those guys in the dugout and it's a different ball game. Yeah. Like it's just different. Yeah. Brian Snicker. Brian Snicker. Oh. The Braves. Yeah. Dude, they're one win away from the World Series they're without Ronald Acuna Jr. Super overachieving. Dude. 
<laughs> if they had Ronald Acuna Jr., it's in the it's in the bag. The dude. series is over. It's in the bag. Yeah, I mean they're up three one even without him. They did it last year. This is the same thing. I know. The, and they they're did up three one without Acuna him. Jr. They're playing really well. The Dodgers are a mess as opposed to Justin Turner's out for the rest of the playoffs. Is he really? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's uh, I missed that. Max Muncy's out. The, Max Muncy's on their NLCS yeah, roster. Muncy's out. T- Turner's out. Like, it's yeah. They're they're Ooh. crumbling. They're crumbling. Uh, I've never been only, happier. Dude. We only hope. We can only hope. Yeah, and I just whatever. Eddie Rosario is my favorite player right now. That that boy can ball. That dude is. <laughs> I also. They've mentioned it 30 times on the broadcast. He got traded when he was hurt. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Great pickup by them. But, yeah, Brian for, Snicker, that, that whole coaching staff is, is I mean, that dude is pretty, safe. Ingri- pretty, pretty great. That dude is safe for a while. That's Very. what I want. I just want to get to a manager that we're like, yo, you're our guy. He's our guy for the next 10 years. Easy. That's what I want. Yeah. I, that, and that's what takes me, steers me away from Bochi. He's not going to manage for 10 years. He's going right. to manage for maybe five. Maybe. The thing is, as a Padre fan and as Padres, we have one goal in mind, and it's just one. Just one. All I want we is just one. Want one. Just one, and man. We don't care what happens after that. You could move us to a different city. We'll yeah. get one, and we'll be like, that. we'll hang on that for the rest of our lives, and yeah. that's it. That's all we need. Other franchises who have won already and all this stuff, they're like, you know, longevity, you know, consistency, yeah. having all these things in place for years. We are so simple right now. We just want one. We just, just want to one. know what it feels like. Just like the Red Sox wanted that one yeah. in 2004. And then floodgates opened. <laughs> That's all it would take for us. And then it could, yeah. who knows, things could change. But yeah. what other changes need to take place for us to succeed? Freaking bring Darren Balsley back, first uh, of all. I mean. Get a pitching coach that's worth again, something. Whoever the manager is, is hopefully going to just start grabbing people. Right. And, they, and, and you better hope that it's. You know what I would actually really like is if if our next manager, whoever it is, brings someone in who could potentially take over as the manager. If if that if that manager wants to move into general managing and president of baseball operation or something with Major League Baseball, someone to come in afterwards. Like a like a protege, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. Skip Schumacher. And I love Skip guy. Schumacher. And I would love it if you know, if Mike Schilt, who was in the Cardinals organization for that whole time, probably knows Skip, if we hire him as our next manager, and then he, you know, molds Skip I, Schumacher into the next guy, that would be amazing. I think there's a very strong chance that Schilt gets the job, to be honest with you. I agree with you. I think he's probably the favorite. It sounds like he's the favorite. So, my, but, however, his view on analytics, I'm telling you, is concerning. Although it didn't seem to affect... The the Cardinals all that It didn't much. affect the Cardinals of the 19-game winning streak <laughs> to end the season. Jeez. That was that was outrageous. I can't believe the run they went on. Yeah, no, it was incredible. And so here's here's I'm going to I'm going to try and find the quote for you that he said post uh post I guess departure from the Cardinals organization. He was hired in 2004 as a scout. Okay. The question is, obviously, it seems like the Padres are going to be asking him, you know, what, why did you leave? And, you know, what, what was the reasoning behind? Because you obviously were successful. Yeah. So why did they get rid of you, you know? And I think 
the answer was from my from my memory just off the top of my head was his belief in analytics. Interesting. That's that's very strange coming from. Uh, it, it would be very strange for us to hire him if he's that much against analytics. Right. Yeah, he made the playoffs the last three straight years. Never got out of the. Um, oh, like no, they they made it to the NLCS two three years ago. In twenty nineteen. But yeah, he he only managed for three and a half years there. Really in St. Louis? Yeah. Well, I thought he made the playoffs. Three out of four. Three out of four. Not okay. Four of, not four out of five. But he probably took over when they were. He in took shambles. over in 2018 for and Mike that, Matheny. And that was the year they didn't make the playoffs. I they bet. did not make the playoffs. They finished and third. every year since he was a manager for the entire season, they made the playoffs. And he won 41 games and only lost 28 to the tune of a 600 winning percentage. So Unbelievable. That's pretty solid. Yeah, I, I, I would not be mad. I would not. Be mad. So it seems like this is this is another article I'm reading now is that Moseliak, who is their president of baseball operations uh-huh. in St. Louis, it seems like other people were like, "What? We're getting rid of Schultz? What are you talking about?" And it seems like he got on Moseliak's bad side. Shilted. Interesting. How so? Multiple times, I guess Schilt made comments about the team doing the best it could with what it had. Oh, so he's so he's pissed about roster construction. Right. I wonder how he would respond to that here. <laughs> right. You know, like Yeah. I'm doing the best with what I have at first base. I mean, he he would have a gold glover slash a all star. Slash an all star and Jake Cronenworth at first base. Yeah, I know. And he's got options. Profar. Well, I'm sure I could see Schilt making Will Myers make the move tomorrow. To first base? Yes. I don't think Will Myers is our first baseman, though. He's right. not, but I think he could be. No, I know. I think it's Cronenworth or no or no one. I just, Will Myers is like 6'4". Yeah. I I think Will Myers is going to get traded. I think, Sad day. I think Will Myers and Eric Hosmer are both going to be traded. And I think Will knows it. But what happens if we get rid of a prospect to, to attack? I can't get rid of another prospect. Don't get rid of another prospect. It. No. How no. do you expect to do this then? You have to attach someone. You pay the, just pay it. You just pay it. It's, that's what you're going to have to do. Seidler's just going to have to pony it up. Like it, I tell you this. If, if we lose Hassel, Abrams, Gore, or... or not, it better not. I'm, I wasn't even going to bring up Abrams oh, or Capusano. Ab- Abrams is the least touchable yeah, prospect of all time. It's ridiculous. That dude is going to be... Probably on our championship winning team. I would, I would assume so. Yeah, he and Camposano, I think, will be on our championship yeah. winning team. He should be our center fielder. I know. I feel weird. He's about making this so fast. <laughs> yeah. They should honestly. It's this is this this is where it bring, brings us to the player development situation because if you want to develop a player into a professional into a major league caliber center fielder, you make the switch in the minor leagues. Absolutely. Why, why we are kidding ourselves in thinking that Tatis is not going to be our shortstop is out of your mind. I don't understand yeah, he's it. A, he's our shortstop. He's our shortstop. He was, in 2020, he was an absolutely a gold glove caliber shortstop. Absolutely. In 2021, he took a huge step back, but he dealt with a bunch of injuries, and, and probably the contract got to his head a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And going from a 60 to 162 game season. 
Like he he played a full one forty, I think. I think he played one hundred thirty five, hundred forty games. That's his previous two seasons combined. Like give the 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 guy the kid needs a break. But I I just I think Abrams needs to needs to move to the outfield now. Right. He's it, so fast. It needs to be vision. There needs to be vision for the future of the Padres and what's going to lead to. You know what's happening success. right now with the Dodgers? They moved Gavin Lux to center field. I know. How's that working out? Yeah. Not great. Not great. So far, it, it, it was also can. it was also like to move him at this point in the season. Yeah. It's just I mean, odd. Gavin Lux is a, is a crazy good baseball player. He's a fantastic and he's going player. to be a superstar. But yeah, yeah, like you're seeing what happens when you move someone in in the big leagues. It's it's not wise. Here's more. One of the factors in this quarrel was hitting coach Jeff Albert's role with the Cardinals. Schilt criticized Albert's hitting philosophy and tactics, while Moseliak defended Albert. During some of his press conferences this season, Schilt was open about the need for additional help or working with the players he has. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. That sounds like a bus thrower. That guy sounds like he throws people under the bus, and I don't like that, and the players don't like that. I don't know, man. Schilt? Yeah, that sounds like a bus thrower, if you ask me. Like, that's someone who kind of puts off uh, responsibility. Mm. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. It, they have to get it right. They have to get it right. And if, if, if this guy is what that sounds like, that's not good. And I would not want that guy, especially with the huge personalities we have. Like guys, like guys on the Dodgers and guys on the Giants don't have big personalities. Their personalities are very small. Right. Our guys' personalities are massive, massive. The two, the two specifically, Machado 100%. and Tatis, yeah, are, are and, and Grisham, yeah, huge. And yeah. Grisham's supposed to be a cornerstone player. Yeah, he should be. I mean, so here's the thing though about that Schilt, uh, I guess, news or or whatever you want to call it, excerpt. Maybe it would be interesting to have someone who calls out Preller and not be such a puppet. I can definitely see the um, the appeal of that. I really can. Someone to rein him in a little bit mm-hmm. because he he's running wild. <laughs> yeah. He has free reign. And Tinga was he like, wants. "Whatever you say, boss." Yeah, exactly, exactly. And right. and nobody liked that. Yeah, nobody was nobody was a fan of that. So that being said, we're running out of time here. So I just want to talk about or quickly. Uh, Gore apparently has been fantastic. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, he had he had a bad outing yesterday, I believe. Yeah, yes, but I saw that. Before that, there was an article. It's just like who such, doesn't have bad outings? It's exactly, but also just such. I I just wish people didn't have such outlandish reactions to things. They sound like fanboys. Dude, these people are so reactionary. There was an there was an article that came out after Gore's most recent outing, and and someone wrote an article saying Gore, if you watched him pitch today, you would think he's the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah, I saw that. That's so, like, that's so extreme. Calm down. Relax. He's Straight 20, up. Yeah, like... 22. 22, yeah. And I'm like, that, that was just so unnecessary. And then he comes out today and throws... Or yesterday and throws one and a, one and a third. Yeah. You know, Gives three, three runs, runs or something. Yeah, five hits. Like, didn't strike anyone out or whatever. And I'm like, dude, why say this stuff? Just like, like yo, he looked good. This is where this is what he needs to work on. His command looked good here. It's, it's all about a ratings thing. Right. It's it all is. about getting views and clicks and... All that nonsense, right? Um, I do believe Gore will be fine. I think so too. I think he's going to be 
uh, a member of this organization moving forward as a key piece, I believe. I could see him being a top of the rotation type of piece. He, he's got the makeup. Definitely. He's got and then the you stuff. talk about a you talk about a rotation with Snell and and uh, Gore two, two and dominant lefties up at the top. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Ideal. And then Musgrove. and then you throw in Musgrove and you know whoever else. I, I don't think Darvish makes it past. I don't think he does the contract either. that he has. I don't with, think so with either. Us. Uh, we also have. Not to mention Morihone. Yeah, Morihone coming back next year. Michelle Baez coming back next I year. I think Weathers gets traded, if anything. I think he might be the one, yeah. We have too many arms. We have Clevenger. Don't forget about Clevenger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting about I him. I forgot about Clevenger for a hot second. Dude, we're talking Snell and Clevenger at the top of a rotation. Snell, Clevin- next year should end up being Snell, Musgrove. Clevenger, Musgrove, Darvish, Gore. Darvish, bottom of the rotation. Darvish, he was our ace this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He made an all. Who'd you have as the, who'd you have at the five slot? Gore, Morahone, Morahone, yeah, Morahone, definitely. Until, until, until Gore comes and then Morahone goes in the bullpen. Oh, nasty, 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 dude. I'm glad we got all these freaking Tommy Johns out of the way this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they better come back guns. Beat. Seriously, dude. I, I'm I worry for Clevenger. He's on number two. I know. It's not unheard of to come back and be good, but the thing is, we we have. So much talent, like we can live without one, two guys. Right. We can't live without seven guys. Right. What happened this year? Right. But we we didn't even mention Paddock. Just I now. know we didn't even mention Paddock. Bullpen for good reason. For good reason. Bullpen. Man. Yeah. Stick him in the bullpen, dude. Yeah. He'd be a crazy eighth inning guy. Oh, perfect. He'd be a perfect. He throws ninety seven as a starter. Yeah. He'd throw ninety nine easily, and like he always he always has one shutout inning. Yeah, you know what I mean, he always has one shutout inning in yeah. him because you can't. It's too hard to to deal with a ninety nine, ninety eight fastball and the eighty mile hour changeup with change up, move, yeah. crazy movement. Mm-hmm. And they throw in that curveball too, that yacker every now and again. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. He could be a two inning relief guy. Yeah, he could. He could really be a weapon out of the bullpen. Really quickly, before we head out of here, I just want to say good day to Emilio Pagan. Good riddance. <laughs> See you never. Pack your bags, my friend. Is this contract up? I don't know. I don't care. I just never want to see that guy in a Padres union. Good man. bye. That guy is a T-ball. Watch bro. what happens when he goes to who, whoever he Set goes to. Send him to the Rays, bro. That guy is the best closer in baseball mm-hmm. this year. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I, dude, I guarantee you he wouldn't goes to another rem- team and, and shoves. Wouldn't even be remotely surprised. I wouldn't so, be surprised at all. Our last thing before we go. I know I've said that multiple times. Our last thing before we go is I want to hear... <laughs> Uh, what you hope to see next year? What changes you'd like to see? Give me, give me your fryer few changes. Ooh, okay, changes. More accountability on the players. More accountability. More accountability on the organization overall. That's number one. That is number one priority. Less injuries would be uh, nice. Consistency from the pitching staff, and no more Eric Hosmer. Those, those are my few. What do you got? They stand out great. Mine, uh, <laughs> mine is going to be Camposano. Nice. Like I that. want to see him on the opening day roster. I don't want to see Caratini again, to be honest with you. I don't either. I want to see Camposano. I don't want to see him splitting time with Nola. He could learn a lot from Nola, calling a game, conviction, and then his offense is ten times what Nola's is. Totally. We're talking a power hitter, gap hitter, extra base hits. I Dude mean, hits doubles like crazy. Like crazy. He drives the ball. Yeah, he That's, that would be 
So nice to have a power bat like that from the catcher position, by the way. Uh, it'd be completely unprecedented be for this organization. Very unprecedented. To have him batting fifth or sixth is just terrifying. So Camposano on the opening day roster is what I'm hoping to see. Managerially-wise, I I mean, it's been clear I'm sort of backing Schilt for the time being. Mm-hmm. I do, I think, need to hear more about his philosophies and things like that. Um, that being said, yes, Moving forward, I want to see Cronenworth starting at first opening day. Yes. Opening day, first baseman, Frazier at second, Tatis at short, Machado at third. Love that. And outfield-wise, I'm not going to lie, I would like to see us re-sign Tommy Pham. No way, really? Yeah, I'd like to see us re-sign Tommy Pham. Because I don't think he's going to be expensive. He had a terrible year. That's true. He He is going to be pretty cheap. And I think he's, truthfully, I think Tommy Pham's a good leader. And I think he provides stability. So... I Oof. would like to see us re-sign Tommy Pham. Oof. I don't know if I agree with you there, you my friend. You don't have to. I don't know if I agree. You don't have to. You're right. I do not. Corner outfielder who had a terrible year, but we know what he's capable of when he's on. He, all he, has, he said it himself. He had a terrible year. He did. And he, had, he was hot for a month, but he was like, I'll be back. Dude I, had a hundred and some odd stitches in his back when he got knifed. Yeah. I, one of I, the classiest. I will say this. I want Tommy Fan back, barring any other players becoming available who I would prefer to have. I, don't, I haven't looked too much at the free agent class, but a, right. a corner outfielder would be nice. That would be amazing. That was Trevor Messenger. I'm Yaniv Berkovitz. We are the Padres, P-O-D-R-E-S, at the Padres on Twitter. Feel free to reach out. Uh, we're looking forward to a new season and, and some massive changes coming to the organization because it is time for the Padres to – to turn things around starting next year, we're hoping not to be as disappointed as we were this year. Just want to say thanks to everyone for joining us on this season of the Padres. Uh, we'll be back next year, 2022, with hopefully a revamped roster and revamped hope. Yes. Yes. All right. All thanks. that. At Trevor Mess 22 on Twitter. That's me. And I'm at Yankee at Y-A-U-N-K-I. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.